are you a melatonin parent? If so, this podcast episode is for you. Hello, I'm Jay, your personal development advisor, bringing you my best, most simplified advice to help you elevate your life. I've noticed on social media that there's a stream wave of parents that seem to be running to their nearest pharmaceutical store and grabbing a bottle of melatonin. Now, I'm only saying this to help. I'm not saying this to bash anyone. I'm not saying this to make anyone feel bad, but I'm just trying to make sure that there's someone out there helping to point out what damage could be done with your child-parent relationship. There's many psychological issues that could occur based on regular melatonin use. And it's important to try to identify different ways to get your child to go to sleep at a timely manner. The reason why I feel as though melatonin is not something you want to add to a nightly routine is this. You want to be able to look into your options. I wouldn't always go to the same thing for the same result if I know that there are side effects, both mental and physical, that could occur off of what I'm doing. Let's talk about what this does to your relationship. Usually, what I would think society would have normally conformed to would be storytelling before bed. This usually would consist of, you know, right after dinner, maybe some playtime. You, you know, get your bedtime bath or shower, which usually helps to calm your children. And from there, you lay them down and you read them a bedtime story. This is something that has worked with my children time and time again. By the time I'm three to five pages into a storybook, they are all sleeping sound and comfortably. For my parents who struggle getting their children into bed, just understand that when you're trying to inflict something new, it's usually not painless. It's usually difficult. It usually requires a lot of repeating, um, and and it requires a sense of a sense of re- repetition. I guess I should say, repetition is very important, especially when. A child may not be used to going to sleep at a certain time at night. Um, Maybe, you know, you could be either changing the times that you're putting your child to bed or or maybe they didn't have a, a bedtime at one point and now you are ready to tighten up and have them have more of a structured life. Bedtimes are very, very important. When it comes to children, they are the wild side that we, you know, 
almost forget that we have sometimes at one point. They are rambunctious. They're outspoken. They are uncontrolled. And when we are trying to inflict something like discipline and structure, we have to remember that <clears throat> repetition is very important. <clears throat> and with that being said, bedtimes could be very difficult, um, but it's important to stick with it. It's important to keep reassuring them that, you know, it's bedtime. And we don't want to do this in ways that are violent or that are rambunctious, that are loud. I know that parenting can be frustrating, but your children will definitely appreciate you so much more for your parenting endeavors when you take the time to be patient and be loving. I know that that's something that most of us, we didn't have the luxury of having that as a child. I know I got yelled at for all types of things. And that's something that I always try to make sure that I remind myself, how do I feel you know, about who had raised me and the tactics that they used? And, and do I want my children to to feel the way that I feel about who had raised me and what they chose to do as their parental tactic. So at what point is melatonin best to be used? Well, I feel like if you are new to having your child go to bed at, at a set time or if your child's bedtime is changing um, for an earlier time, then I would implement melatonin um, in the very early stages just to help them be adjusted. Um, or let's say uh, your child didn't get to exert a lot of energy. They have a lot of energy at the end of the night because they didn't get to run around and, and tire themselves out, um, which, you know, I would definitely make sure that every day there's a set amount of time for them to do so. Um, however, if that's something that isn't happening or isn't able to happen, I understand COVID is real, um, that, you know, just to help get them onto a, onto a bedtime, then yes, in the very early stages, but that's not something that I would ever recommend a parent to add to their child's regimen as a daily thing. Um, psychologically, they could be dependent on it. And then as teenagers or adolescents, they could end up having that still be something that they need to depend on because they weren't taught or forced to be able to do without it. Um, so it's important that if you're going to use melatonin, that you don't inflict that onto your child as a substance that is normally normally used. Every day is, is definitely not recommended. Um, I feel like melatonin is something that actually causes things like ADHD and things of that nature from studies that I've read on by certified doctors. Um, so it's just important to keep that in mind. I'm not saying that melatonin shouldn't ever be used or that there's never a circumstance where it should be used, but regular use of melatonin could come with repercussions that could really, really hurt you and your child and your child, um, your child's relationship with you as well. Um, and so just 
putting that out there for people to keep that in mind because um, I understand that parents don't have a, a guide. We don't have something that says, hey, you should do this, you shouldn't do this, and it's sent to us every month or sent to us every day or sent to us before, you know, we give birth or whatever the case may be. So I'm just trying to do my part in society by pointing out things that I've noticed and that I've studied on. Um, and I've definitely noticed this melatonin wave. So with all due respect, I hope that what I'm saying is definitely heard. And, and it's only put out there for the benefit of parents and their children and their, their, and their bonds together. Bedtime stories really, really help. If you have a child that's always running up to you and mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, and, and, and wanting that interaction, bedtime stories are the best time. They're the best time. And throughout the day, you can say, hey, we're going to have our time during bedtime stories. So make sure you're ready to get in that bed when it's time for bedtime stories so, so we can have our time to hang out, you know, for our parents who are working at home, working 8, 10, 12 shifts at home, doing, you know, making money for their family to survive and they can't really be around their child, but they're around their child. Um, th this is just something that I want to throw out there as a helpful tip, something that has helped me, um, and I hope that, you know, it's able to help others as well.